you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Fantasy Cantina. Whether you want blue milk, Rito Gumbo, or fantasy football advice, we have you covered. You're listening to NFL Fantasy Live. Now, back to Elliot Harrison and Michael Fabiano. Hey, we don't serve their kind here. What? Your droids. They'll have to wait outside. We don't want them here. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live in the Fantasy Cantina here on Sirius 210XM87. Feel free to join us, 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-963-2682 to talk all things fantasy football, Star Wars, Elliot Harrison's love life, which we're going to have to uh, bring up at some point because we need to know what happened last week with the girl who sent him a message on Facebook, an ex-girlfriend that he cheated on. God, here's the qu- <laughs> But, but here, here's the first question. Star Wars 3D, the... Phantom Menace, as they like to call it, is coming out on February 10th. Are we going? <laughs> I'm not going. I have to go. I'm not going. I have to go. I don't care if I'm a nerd for going to see Star Wars in 3D. That doesn't make you a nerd. I have to go. That You're not going to go? That doesn't make you a nerd. You couldn't find a chick to bring to Star Wars in 3D? I just thought episode one stunk. It did stink, but still, there were a couple of good parts. The Phantom Menace. The pod racer part was cool. And it- so was the lightsaber fights at the end. Those were cool. I'm just not a fan of green screen movies. That's why I didn't like Terminator Salvation. The last you don't like Terminator 3D movie. movies. I don't like movies that are all green screen. And to me, the the Star Wars Episode One, Two, and Three are all green screen. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, I don't mind. I'll give you a great example. I went and saw Clash of the Titans at the theater. Does that make me a nerd? Probably. No, I saw that okay. too. Yeah, well, maybe I'm right there with you. Uh, so I went with a few friends. We saw the movie. Girls. I did. I took a girl, and there were a couple of guys. Okay. And I didn't know you were into that. <laughs> and so we're watching the movie, and it was just one big green screen. And I was like, I literally sat there going, I would much rather be at home with a grilled cheese sandwich and a Capri Sun watching the Harry Hamlin. Uh, you know, the Harry Hamlin. That's one. the best. Yeah, of course. That's with the, the Medusa best. scene with the stop and action Meredith animation was in it with the uh, little clock uh, owl. That was great. I. I just, I'm a fan you of You have Capri Sun? I do. Really? At home? I do. You do? I do. Well, I had some brought over for me, so it was nice. From a girl? Yes, from a girl. Yes, a girl brought over Capri L- Sun. Listen, uh, if you want to follow Ed Harrison on Twitter, by the way, we have to have a Twitter invention with him, too, because I set him up with a Twitter account. I sent him out a tweet, and he had like 500 followers in a blink of an eye. 
Okay? Harrison underscore NFL. And he doesn't tweet. Okay. Tweet. You know what? I want you to tweet. I want you to tweet. Do we have any callers? No. I, I want you to tweet your column. I want, someone to, I want someone. To, I want you to tweet some of the messages that girls send you on Facebook too, because every Wednesday, Elliot and I get on here, and Harrison brings up at least half a dozen hot girls that are messaging him on Facebook. What happened with your girl last week? The first caller that calls in and tells me what to tweet, I will tweet what that first caller tells me to tweet. I'll Let's do whatever do that. they. And Harrison will I'll send you a do. box of Capri Sun. I just don't know how to Twitter. You type, bro, and you hit send. It's like email. All right, all right. It's I just will. like email. I'll, it's just like email. But so, I don't know how if people like sometimes I'm watching the games and I I, th- I just think get on Twitter stuff, and, and and write and stuff tweet it down. out. But then by the time people read it, it's hours later and no, it's not. What appropriate. do you mean? No, it's not. Twitter is instantaneous, buddy. Okay, so when when I was watching the Texans Bengals game, yeah. the Bengals were trying to come from behind, and I did. I sent my first tweet out. I said, "Don't play prevent here, Wade. Mm-hmm. I.e., Wade Phillips, please." Keep bringing the pressure. That's what got you here in the first place. That's what you do. You but, send out your thoughts. But then people don't read it till eight hours later. Why don't they read it? If they're on Twitter, they see it instantaneously, But what bro? if they're not on Twitter? Ivy, who's uh, doing production with us, Cherry Capri Sun. That's your That's way into her flavor. heart. That's yeah. your way into her heart. Strawberry that is, kiwi all the way. No, that no, is no, solid. No. I haven't had a Capri Sun right. since I was five. Gosh. We'll get into the ex-girlfriend thing in a minute. I want to talk about these running backs, these fantasy running backs. You're just trying to change the subject. But yes. A little bit, but we are a fantasy show. That's right. Uh, Jamal Charles, I had at number five. You said you're not so sure, so I want to know who you would put I, put over Jamal Charles. Buddy, I don't know. Right now, right now, and again, I'm going to be doing my top 12s per position next week on NFL.com. Just because the fantasy season is mostly over, we still have wall-to-wall coverage on anything and everything from coordinators changing teams, mock drafts, everything. So make sure you stick with NFL.com slash fantasy throughout the offseason. It's going to be one of Ryan Matthews, Chris Johnson, or Matt Forte. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out next week, and you know what? It'll probably change every week until we get to the NFL draft, and then it'll change three more times after that. What happens if... All of a sudden, the Browns get Trent Richardson, and they let Peyton Hillis go bye-bye, and Montero Hardesty's injury-prone and can't make an impact. Maybe Trent Richardson's in the top five. Who the heck knows? All right, if I'm— Who dr- knows? If- so, but right now, I-, I know this. Ryan Matthews has a really favorable schedule next season, a really favorable schedule based on FPA ratings for running backs in 2011. A really favorable schedule. And I know the injuries are an issue, but— there are so many question marks with so many running backs this year that you're going to have to roll the dice on someone. I'm going to ask you a question, Elliot Harrison. It has nothing to do with your ex-girlfriends. It has nothing to do with your modeling picture on Harrison underscore NFL oh on Twitter. What I want to know, I what I want to know is, we love you, El. Come on. What, what I want to know is, where do you draft Rob Gronkowski next season? Because I am getting people who are tweeting me, and. I've been doing this for almost 12 years in the business, and I can't wrap my brain around drafting a tight end in the first round. I wouldn't. But people out there are thinking they should. I'm thinking mid to bottom of the second round. In fact, in fact, that's a great question. Frank Gore or Rob Gronkowski, what would you do if that's your choice? That's a 50-50 I'd take deal. Rob Gronkowski. I'm sorry, man. I'm taking Rob Gronkowski. We are in a new... NFL and a new fantasy football. And, and guys, if, if you're playing fantasy football in this day and age, 
remember this time, and hopefully you're playing fantasy football for the next 40, 50 years like Harrison and I will un- undoubtedly be, because this is a changing point in fantasy. You are seeing the fall of the running back. Okay, this is just like the Jedi in Revenge of the Sith. Gronkowski or They're Jimmy Graham? They're going down, man. No, it's Gronkowski. They're going to, but Graham is going to go in the second round too, second or third round. Uh, Jason Lockenfora just sent us a message saying that Tom Condon, who is the agent for Peyton Manning, uh, has not heard of the Rob Lowe report, and it's news to him if it's true. So, Rob Lowe, you are no Adam Schefter, you are no Jason Lockenfora, and clearly you are no Jay Glazer, but it's still interesting fodder for Twitter. Uh, and, but it and doesn't Pey- mean that it's not true. And Pe- I know Peyton Manning's still a question mark, um, and that's another question. If Peyton Manning is back, okay, where does he go next season? Where does he go? Is he a third-round pick? Is he a fifth-round pick? Is he a late-round pick? To me, I draft Eli ahead of him. It's close, but I draft Eli ahead of him. I don't know what's going on with that Colts offense. Pierre Garçon, average wide receiver. Austin Collie's an average wide receiver. Peyton Manning made them better. Reggie Wayne is getting older, and who knows if he's going to be back. A lot of question marks for Peyton. And can you believe that? At this time last year, if we had said we were going Eli over Peyton... In 2012, people would have thought we were crazy, but this is what happens. This is what changes in the National Football League. So let's get back to your girl problems now, Harrison. So uh, what happened with the girl from last week? Now, now there's a story. Now, if you guys weren't with us last week, basically Harrison had an ex-girlfriend from Texas that he cheated on that all of a sudden (laughs) got back in touch with him on Facebook and... You know, listen. It's like a soap opera. It's it's the days of Harrison's live or whatever life or whatever you want to call it. What happened? All right. Let's, first let's of all, you call it cheating. I call it extenuating circumstances. It's however, cheating. however, I hadn't spoken to her in eight years. Cheater. I got a I got a letter mm-hmm. saying that a company was looking for her, mm-hmm. and she had Facebook friended my best friend. Okay. Okay. Friend requested. Now they were they never got along. Okay. So I couldn't figure out why does she want to be friends with my best friend. But at least I knew I had a way of getting a hold of her. Mm-hmm. So when I got this letter that this company was looking for and she had listed me as a reference, mm-hmm. I decided to message her and let her know. I hadn't spoken to her in eight years. Mm-hmm. And turns out that she uh, she got a divorce. Okay. That's so, what it was. So she di- she was divorced. And the first guy she thought of was Elliot Harrison. No, I'm not. I don't, I don't know. I saw it. pictures of her on Facebook, too. And. Let's just say she would not drown if uh, dumped in the middle of the ocean without a life preserver. You want to hear the oddest thing ever? Harrison's, yeah. You want to hear the oddest thing ever? Mm. And then I want to spin this back fantasy. Okay. Because we are a fantasy show. Yeah, we are. Our first date, way back when, the night before we got set up on a date, mm-hmm. she went out with her roommate's brother on a date. Okay. Okay? Then she and I went on a date the very next night. Mm-hmm. Okay. She decided to date me, even though we lived in different cities, mm-hmm. instead of dating her roommate's brother. So don't you know well, that? E- I mean, you're you're handsome hair. So don't you know that every time I, <laughs> Lord, that's not why. So then, don't you know that she she liked me because I like White Snake. So did she. The band. Stop, stop it. Stop. Okay. So, so every time I'd come into Dallas, right, I would mm-hmm. either stay with my mom or I would stay uh, with her. Okay. Okay. Don't you think her roommate? I was behind the eight ball from the day from day one with her roommate because she had not gone out with her roommate's brother mm-hmm. to to be with me. Well, when we broke up, guess who she married? The her roommate's roommate, brother. Her roommate's brother. And now they just got divorced, and now she's <laughs> getting in touch with you. 
Oh, cookies and cream. See, this is what they talk about. Listen, you want me to tweet this out is this what kind they, of stuff? This is Who what wants they, to hear this no, crap. Football. This is what they talk about. This is the whole the whole essence of the cantina. What is the cantina in Star Wars? It's a bar where people talk and. What happens at bars? They talk about girls and relationships in football. And this is what the cantina is. If you want to join us, 888-963-2682. I just want one caller to tell me what they want me to tweet out. Listen, they're missing, one. they're missing some interesting stuff. If you guys are caller call queue is always full right and now, now it's Well, it's off-season. It's off-season. Oh. That's why. People are paying more attention to Rob Lowe trying to break NFL stories and all of that kind of stuff. What else is going on in the world, Harrison? I'll tell you what's going on in the world. Uh, Tim Tebow. Uh, there were reports that he had uh, several serious injuries coming out of that Patriots game. And if you watch that game, mm-hmm. he got hammered by three linemen. They fell on him, and I thought he broke his clavicle because when he got up, he was holding his shoulder pad. You could tell when a guy breaks his clavicle because he tends to elevate his elbow and hold his arm up so that his clavicle will stay up. It's a very, very painful injury. Right. And I thought, oh, man, he broke his clavicle. But uh, the report came out that he suffered rib, chest, and lung injuries in the loss of the Patriots. And I bring this up because for all the people that are gung-ho about Tebow, yourself being one of them, one of the things I warned against is his style of play is not conducive to being out on that field for 16 games. Yeah. And the guy's not going to be 23-24 forever. Right. You know, your body starts breaking down. Does that concern you as a fantasy owner when you're drafting No, it totally does year? because it's like Michael Vick. He is bigger, and he can endure a little bit more punishment than Michael Vick, who is definitely thinner and, and far more frail, I think. But that is something that is keeping Tim Tebow from being in my top ten at quarterback for next season. One of the other things is the fact that the quarterback position is just absolutely stacked. And, yeah, Tebow's going into training camp as the guy. Uh, how long does he keep the job? What do the Broncos do in the offseason? Do they draft a quarterback? Do they sign a quarterback? I have no worry about Brady Quinn. I just don't think Brady Quinn's the guy. Um, if they bring in some more well, you're competition. you're going out on a limb there, aren't if you? They break more, <laughs> if they bring in more competition, then there was there's going to be some, some concern there with Tim Tebow. And the fact of the matter is, though, I don't care that the guy's arm motion is awful. I don't care that he has, what, 45%? Passer completion, uh, completion percentage, whatever it is, he scores fantasy points. He scores. Fan- we did get a call to the cantina, but they wanted to talk about the NBA. <laughs> it is the off season in fantasy football. Oh, what's, well, hey, what's the question? I play fantasy basketball. I'm three and zero, man. I'm well, three and zero. We're playing the cantina music, and I think we should mention that the Phantom Menace was not a good movie. The the it was it was the second worst. I thought. I thought Attack of the Clones was the worst. Attack of the Clones was clearly the worst. I hated that movie. The only good part about that movie was Yoda fighting Dooku at the end because it was the first time you actually saw Yoda in a lightsaber fight. And I think Menache. What did you guys think of that fight scene? I liked it. I thought it was cool, man. Like Yoda's yelling. He's like, ah, you know, like all that kind of stuff. I and didn't it, like it. Why? Where, where would it rank amongst other Star Wars nah, fight scenes? Nah. Well, what's the, the best one? The best one is Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Anakin against Obi Wan, and the, I the, next like the best... original Obi Wan Darth Vader. No, fight that in Star was Wars. that was boring, man. I liked it. It was bo- all they all they did was go back and forth, right, left, right, left. Yeah, but there you're, was you're nothing. The anticipation, the buildup. You know, yeah, no. it was like a six to three football game. But let me tell you, it I liked was. it a lot better than you telling all our listeners that I'm a cheater because I'm not a cheater. Like I said, I did not Listen, cheat. all right. I, I'm, I, okay. well, I sort of did, but it was extenuating circumstances. There's no, there's no there's no, gray area with cheating. You're either cheating or you're not cheating. I wasn't proud of it. 
You cheated. See, now he just got mad at me, Hindel, because I said that he's a cheater on air. And now he said, wait, I'm not a cheater. Well, kind of I am, but I'm not proud of it. What? Is he a cheater? If you're not proud of it, that kind of answers you're the question. You're a cheater. You cheated. It's okay. Listen. We, we dated for three years. It's okay. 1,300 miles away. Okay. And, you, you know, need it. You needed, there, uh, there are some issues there. You needed your uh, fantasy fix. <laughs> Dude, that is so <laughs> terrible. Fantasy fix. We don't, we don't go to that until the next segment. Uh, when we do come back from the cantina, we have to talk more about the running back position. I want to hit you on we some t- more mock draft. Yeah, and, and we got to talk a little bit more. Oh, wait. Do we have a caller? Josh, Josh in Pennsylvania. Josh in Pennsylvania. Hallelujah. Josh, number one. What's your question? Number two. Whatever you tell Harrison to tweet right now, get on your Twitter page, dude. All right, I'm going to get on Twitter. Harrison is going to tweet, and it's at Harrison underscore NFL. What's going okay. on, my man? Well, I just want to say that he's going to tweet that he's going to go see episode one in 3D. That's it, Harrison. All right. You're going to see it. I'm, I'm, you I'm, can bring whatever girl you want. You have a question? Uh, I just wanted to make a comment. I I, uh, I think that uh, episode three was one of the best movies they made. Episode three, yes, was yeah. very good. I think it was close. I think it was close to uh, Empire Strikes Back. I agree with you. I, I can get behind that. I, Empire was the best, but I think Sith was right there. Was right there because everything got tied in together. Well, yeah, but it was just so dark. I mean, like, you, oh, knew, yeah. that, you knew that it had to wrap up something, and then you, yep. I mean, like, come on, Anakin waste the the younglings. Yep. No, exactly. Yeah, it was totally dark. I love the fact that Harrison. What? Do I type it up? Did there? you did you sign in? Yeah. So tweet. So set up right here. Up there. What's happening? Right, okay. right. What Josh said that you're going to go see yes. Star Wars: Phantom Menace in 3D. Josh, do you follow me on Twitter? Because I can't say per at Josh. Yeah. Well, did you follow? You have Twitter, Josh? Yeah, I do have Twitter, but I don't. I, don't, I haven't followed you yet. I will though. All okay. Right. Well, what's your What's I'm your at, Twitter uh, handle? What's your Twitter? Uh, Yoda Yoda forty two ten. I love it. This is a perfect. All right. Guest for the cantina per at Yoda, Yoda forty two ten like that. All right, let me see. I, I got to teach this guy. I yeah, will. at forty two ten. That's right. Excellent. No, I agree with you. I think Sith was was awesome. Sith was a movie that I could watch over and over and over again, and I wouldn't get sick of it. The only bad thing about Sith, which was the bad thing about all of the first three episodes, and I'm not talking about Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi. I'm talking about the fat the 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 first three, the wooden. Awful, terrible dialogue in those movies. Yes. Yes. Agreed. We got to take a break, Harrison. But Josh, thank you. Harrison is going to tweet that out right now. We will be back in a couple of minutes to talk about fantasy running backs, more about Harrison's love life. Stick with us on Sirius 210 XM87. This is NFL Fantasy Live. If you ask Elliot Harrison and Michael Fabiano, 80s rock bands and fantasy football are a match made in heaven. You are listening to NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live, Sirius 210 XM 87. Elliot, so this is how you tweet, okay? I set you up with a Twitter account. You've got 538 followers, and you never, you never tweet. You have to tweet. Listen, as much as we make fun of you, your NFL knowledge is ridiculous, and it's ten times better than mine will ever be because you have just that that mind to remember things from the third down and goal play in the 1978 NFC Championship game, which I couldn't 
tell you in a million years. 28 nothing Cowboys. I know. See, Rams. this is what I'm saying. Oh. He's freaking insane. So this is what you do. You tweet, what's happening? Okay? If you want to tweet to someone, you put at Michael underscore Fabiano, which is my Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to say something to Ivy, who is one of our producers today, you would send out at Rashawn Ivy or Trevor at Trey0128. And he's a Royals fan, by the way, Trevor, so he's a brave guy. Um, you... Send it out that way. And, so how can and I respond to a kid that says, wow, you're stupid? Well, I, I get go, that all the, I, oh, okay. I, I get that stuff too. You, so you just hit reply. Or if you want to retweet something, you hit retweet. No, I won't retweet. That kind of thing. You don't want to retweet people saying that you're stupid. I don't um, know. But and, or you hit reply here. So hit reply and, and give this kid a response and I say, will. you know what, Buster? I'm not stupid. I'm good looking. Damn it. Well, actually. That's what I want you to say. And we've got Ivy on with us today. And Trev, jump on too because. It's been a little slow today because it's off season. Yeah, and Ivy had it's a been good. A little slow. Ivy, will you please share your theory for why she friended my friend on Facebook and where that this was show leading? has turned into like <laughs> Doctor Friggin' Phil. It really has. Yes. So Ivy, all we need is a bald fat we guy. Let Ivy here. Talk. Your, uh, your eight-year-old yeah. ex-girlfriend friended your friend <laughs> so uh-huh. that she could kind of, you know, circumvent and stalk you a little bit, just to kind of see what you're up to. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. so. So then after I replied, uh, after I sent her this initial message, how come I didn't get a message back for six days? Maybe she just wasn't on Facebook. But now you've got multiple that? messages, right? Yes, I have. See, she's totally excited that you... You know what you should do? I mean, you're a big shot, so fly her in to L.A. and show her a good time for the weekend. Like by taking her to Phantom Menace Why don't you in do 3D? That? Listen, yeah. nothing gets awesome. a woman hotter than going to Star Wars, all right? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm kidding. But come on, Harrison. Well, you've got a lady's opinion here. And Ivy's a very, very attractive lady at that. I'll so, go. We can you, go, and then you can Ivy, tell her Ivy, that you went listen, to a movie. Ivy's asking you on a date. She wants to go to Menace with you. I will take Ivy to not only see that movie, but get her oh, the date. Oh, don't, so what else are you going to do? Lay. This is a family show. Cherry Capri Sun. <laughs> she said she was a big fan. A whole that, box? A whole box. Okay. That's, that said, I find it ironic. <laughs> I find it ironic because when we were on NFL Network this year, I was always told in the meetings that we'd have a production meeting every day about what are we going to talk about on the show the next day. Mm-hmm. And I would always be hit so hard by Jason Smith with Elliot, or excuse me, Harrison. This is a fantasy show. Every time I would start bringing in the reality talk about blitz schemes and stuff, it's a fancy show. Fancy people don't care. So now I'm the one that's trying to keep us on the fantasy. You know? Yeah, well, that's because I'm, you're taking a beating. And actually, so, we, we're, we're going to talk fantasy here because we have a call from Chip in Massachusetts who has a keeper question. Chip, can you get us back on the road to fantasy football and sort of off this whole Elliot Harrison asking Ivy out and cheating on his girlfriend? Uh, I'd really appreciate it, my man. Hey, I'll do my best, guys. Appreciate Thank you, you taking the call. Love the show. Thank you. Um, I am in a, a 10-team, six-keeper league. There's no penalties for your keepers. Okay. Um, but I've got some injury problems. I've won the league three years in a row, so I've been doing well. But uh Ran into some snags in the, uh, during the season with some injuries. So the guys that I know I'm going to keep are Rodgers, Roddy White, Hakeem Nix, and MJD. Mm-hmm. So I need two more from the rest of the players that I have, and okay. this is where I need you guys' help. I've got AP. I've got Kenny Britt, Jamal Charles, Halu, and Antonio Brown. And you need to keep two out of those five. Correct. 
you've got your quarterback is set. Yeah, so I mean, Rodgers is is going to be a beast for for years to come. Roddy White and Knicks, a very solid, very solid duo of wide receivers. Do you start two wide receivers or three? Can you start a third? Is it a PPR league? Yeah, it's a PPR. Everybody gets six points per touchdown, uh, and it's two running backs, two wide receivers, and a flex. Man, I, I'll tell you, what a, AD and Charles, that's, that's such a huge question. Huge. That's who I, yeah, that's who I wanted to keep. That's who I want to keep so bad, but they're both injured. It's a big question mark. But do you? here's the question, though. Do you have any contractual limitations where you have to throw these guys back into the pool at some point, or do you kind of keep them until you don't want them anymore? I keep them until I don't want them anymore. And I mean, we have because, to pick before the draft. See, I mean, I'd I'd still keep Peterson. I I like Britt. You're already stacked at at wide receiver. I'd keep Peterson and Charles because at that point, okay, yeah, AP's coming off a knee, but maybe you get one year of sort of down production from him, and even down production from him is probably a thousand yards, somewhere around seven, eight touchdowns, depending on how many games he plays. And Charles has had the whole season to recover from the knee injury uh, and the knee surgery, and he'll have an entire offseason to do that. Again, maybe he's not the explosive player that he was coming into last year, but he's really young. And, I mean, Peterson's not exactly old either. He's getting up there, but he's not exactly an old player either. As much as I like Britt, he's another guy coming off of an ACL. But you already said it, wide receiver. So I'd keep Jones, Drew, Knicks, White, Rodgers, like you mentioned. I'd keep the two running backs. Listen, Roy Hulu's got upside. I don't trust any running back in Washington. We learned that this year. Mike Shanahan hates our fantasy teams. He hates it. And who's to say that they don't go after Trent Richardson at one point uh, in the draft if they lose out on getting Robert Griffin because you know they're going to try to trade up. So I think taking the running backs is is your best call, Adrian Peterson and Jamal Charles. I mean, listen, that's really good uh, insurance at the running back position because you're not sure about Adrian Peterson. You go in with Maurice Jones-Drew and Jamal Charles as your two starting running backs, and Peterson as either a three or a flex. I mean, that that's that's looking pretty good to me. I have nothing to add. Boy, yeah, no, I I think you keep those two guys, my man. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Justin in Missouri. See, now they're calling. Now they're calling in because, well, first of all, we've stopped talking about your social life, uh, and, and number two. There's a lot of tough keeper questions out there this I, season, and Justin has one at the wide receiver position. Can I say position. one thing, please? Yeah, go ahead. I just want to say I actually agreed with your points. Tremend- I, I, I would have kept both running backs there. And I've already made my point about Charles, so I wasn't going to regurgitate the same thing I've already I don't, said twice. Yeah, and I don't mind when you are just sitting there because you're tweeting, man, and I'm, I'm trying to get I'm, you to tweet, and I'm proud of you. trying to do what you wanted me to you're do. You're asking Ivy on a date on the Twitter, but that's fine. Justin in Missouri, what's up, bro? So maybe we need to integrate all pieces here. So, Ivy, who would you date? Roddy White. <laughs> Or Megatron. <laughs> Megatron. There you go. Twelve-team PPR. That's the kicker, though, is that you know, looking at what Roddy White did over the end of the season and how Calvin kind of dropped off until week seventeen. Is there any reason to just think maybe Roddy White can pull it out again? Am I allowed to answer this? Or is no, this no, for no. This Ivy? is Ivy. Ivy. Oh, I stopped listening after the dating oh, question. Okay, well then I'll I'll, I'll pick. Well, a, you, you think Justin was asking you on a date? Let's go. Come uh, on, fantasy show here. What's the what's the uh, answer here? Megatron or Roddy White? Megatron. Megatron. Okay, get why. Why Megatron? Uh, he's taller. 
Okay, there you go. <laughs> yes. Justin, Megatron is taller, and you should keep him for that reason. Well, Justin, I agree with Ivy. Yeah, so it's I, I agree with Megatron also. And, and I'll tell you, yes, his production dropped off a little bit. Keep in mind the monster game he had against the Raiders in, I believe, week 15, the fantasy semifinal for most of the leagues out there. One thing I like about the Lions is you don't know what Titus Young is going to give them. And if Titus Young develops into a really good player, that's going to take a little bit of the attention off of Calvin Johnson. And I think that's really what your biggest concern would be, other than, of course, Matt Stafford getting hurt. But in today's day and age, you know, uh, Matt Ryan could go down to injury. Uh, I, I trust Megatron more than Roddy White at this point. Yeah, I totally, and he's younger. I totally agree, Harrison. We've got to go to a break here. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk more running backs. We'll talk more with Ivy and Trevor on NFL Fantasy Live, Series 210 XM. 87. NFL Fantasy Live brings you all the access and information from the NFL Network right to your radio on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Here are your hosts, Elliot Harrison and Michael Fabiano. That's a little Dream Warriors right there. I boy. love Dockin', dude. That's Dockin'. I saw Dockin' at Jones Beach. They opened for Alice Cooper, and I think like Slaughter and Winger were, were playing too. It was a total hair glam band concert. It was great. I tell you what, by the way, this yeah. is NFL Fantasy Live Series 210, XM 87. 888-963-2682. You see how we've got the synergy now? It took us like 18 weeks, but we got the synergy now You know, with the whole radio deal. I mean... I know you never really did radio before. You've been doing a fantastic job all year. I used to have a radio show in South Florida. Uh, my buddy Anita Marks went to Baltimore, and I ended up taking over her show for a little while. And I was on a show with Johnny Mitchell, the old tight end from the Jets. Yeah. And Eric wow. Rett was on there, too. It was wow. it was it was interesting. Eric Rett. Eric Rett, yeah. Eric. Yeah, everyone says Eric, but it's Eric, right? It was E R I C C T, Rett. Uh, Sirius 210XM87, 888-963-2682. Feel free to give us a call if you have any keeper questions, any other fantasy questions you want to talk about Harrison's love life, uh, (laughs) if you want to find out what Ivy's Twitter handle is so you can talk to her. Well, you referenced that... That you know, I was responding on Twitter, and that you're proud of me, and I'm trying. So I'm You've trying got to, tweets out there. Yeah, so I'm trying good. to respond to the Steeler fans that are very unhappy with me for mentioning that age is a problem on and was a problem on their roster this year. Mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers are due for an overhaul. I thought they could go yep. one more year. Uh, last year, I wrote about how nine of their starters were either mm-hmm. 30 or turning over 30 on the defensive yep. side of the ball. Yep. This year, uh, they're going to have to replace some guys. Aaron Smith's going to retire. Casey Hampton hurt his knee against yep. the Broncos. Uh, James Ferrier is about 37. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, by the way, James Harrison, I think he's only there one more year. He's due a lot of money. Uh, you know, in, in fantasy, the Steelers' defense was a defense that a lot of players, or a lot of fantasy owners, rather, would take a chance on maybe a round or two early. Mm-hmm. You know, people love to wait towards the end of their draft for defenses. But someone like the Steelers' defense, when you're still getting a backup running back or whatever, there's always that one guy in your league that's like, I'm going to take the Steelers now. Yeah, or I'm going to take the Ravens now. Do you think that that's changed in fantasy at all? Listen, man, I never take a defense before between the last uh, probably. But you know, there's always somebody. Two rounds. There's always. Somebody. I know. Let them. Let them. Because I play the matchups. Unless I grab a defense, unless everyone else in the league follows sort of the same philosophy that I have with defenses, and there's just all the good ones still available in the last couple of rounds. 
Then, like, this past year, I had the Bears in a couple leagues, and mm-hmm. they were very good. Other than that, man, I played the matchups every week. I don't care. I play the matchups every single week with defenses. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, kickers you can pick up off the waiver wire if yours sort of tanks. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Speaking of the Steelers and what they might need to do to help themselves in the offseason, if you go to NFL.com slash draft slash 2012 slash mock dash drafts, Again, that's NFL.com slash draft slash 2012 slash mock dash drafts. You can see mock drafts from over, I believe it's 18 of us from NFL.com and NFL Network Talent. I have mine up there. Uh, you can see Kurt Warner's. You can see Elliot Harrison's. You can see Tory Holtz. They're all up there. And mine I did with a fantasy spin. And clearly we're going to be talking about this a lot more once we get closer to the draft. But... I have the Steelers taking an offensive guard in the first round, uh, and that's Cordy Glenn from Georgia. Now, if there's one player this year that's going to be drafted, uh, and we'll stick with the first round at this point, one player that I think people in fantasy land are going to go absolutely gaga for, okay? I'm talking I already know gaga. who you're going to say. It's Robert Griffin III. It, 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 did you think that or Trent no. Richardson? I was going to say Trent Richardson. No, because here's the thing. If Richardson, I have Richardson going 17th to the Bengals mm-hmm. because running backs just don't go as early as they used to. If the Bengals cut ties with Cedric Benson, who I believe is a free agent. He is. And Bernard Scott, I mean, he is what he is. If they get Richardson, then it's going to be between Griffin and Richardson for who the number one fantasy rookie is and who's going to be picked first in dynasty leagues. Although I still think it's, uh, that's going to be Andrew Luck all, with all, with all uh, signs pointing to him going to, to the Indianapolis Colts. But imagine the Bengals with Dalton, with Green, and Trent friggin' Richardson. I mean, that would be one hell of a trio, a triplets, uh, if, you, if I may. The problem is how, with, the, how are the Bengals going to get him? With a very young team. Well, the Bengals may end up getting where did Mark Ingram go last year running backs are not thought of as highly in the National Football League in terms of drafts as they once were boy do you wish uh, if you're the Denver Broncos that you didn't take no Sean Marino in the first round a few years ago Uh, and to me the Bengals would be a great landing spot for Trent Richardson but Griffin in Cleveland I mean people see Robert Griffin and they think Cam Newton Mm -hmm. and they think 4,000 passing yards and 30-plus total touchdowns and 700 rushing yards. I'm not saying he's going to be Cam Newton, mm-hmm. but we are past, and again, this is another part of fantasy football evolving as the National Football League evolves. In the past, Elliot, rookie quarterbacks were very, very unproductive and inconsistent in fantasy football. Over the last maybe five to eight years, you've seen guys like Ryan, uh, Matt Ryan and Joe Flacco, uh, for example, come in and, and sort of make an impact, but not a great impact, not a huge impact. When they were rookies, they weren't big impact guys. They were good matchup-based starters, whereas in the past, I mean, that wasn't even the case with a lot of these rookies. But now, Cam Newton had a great season, the best rookie season of all time for a quarterback, maybe of any position. Of course, Randy Moss would probably have uh, a little bit to say about that because he had such a great rookie season. But look at the quarterbacks last year. 
Dalton had a good year. He was a matchup-based starter. Ponder had some weeks where he was sort of a matchup-based starter. Blaine Gabbert sucked. We all know that, and we're not going to talk about Blaine Gabbert. For the most part, there were some rookie quarterbacks who actually had some very legitimate fantasy value. TJ Yates at the end of the year helped the Texans win a playoff game. So where if Griffin goes to the Browns, Colt McCoy, see you. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, sitting, the, you're sitting on the pine. Uh, and, and maybe they pick up a wide receiver with their second pick in the first round, or maybe they get a running back to help the offense. Robert Griffin in Fantasy League, seasonal, not dynasty, seasonal. Where does he go? Oh, boy. I, I, <laughs> a guy with that much playmaking ability, where does he go? Does he go? I, do you draft him ahead of? I don't draft him higher than. Do you draft him ahead of Andy Dalton? I would. I would too, but I wouldn't draft him higher than eighth. Overall at quarterback, no. Uh, do you draft him ahead of Roethlisberger? No. Tebow? No. That's an interesting. That's an interesting one right there. Um, would you draft him higher than the eighth round? Depends. It depends on what my quarterback was. I, I've got to alter my strategy uh, next season because of the whole running back, quarterback situation in the NFL. So. If I'm sitting at like six or seven in the first round, and Jones, Drew, Rice, Foster, and McCoy are all off the board, and I've got to, and I, you know what, Drew Brees is sitting there, and I got to take him, then I'm probably not taking another quarterback until maybe the third to last round because I'm pretty solid with Drew Brees. But Griffin is is going to be an interesting sleeper. I mean, listen, there are some teams the the Redskins could trade up to get Robert Griffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dolphins could try to trade up to get Robert Griffin. There is a lot of teams that can use this kid, and his playmaking ability just reminds people so much of Cam Newton that there is going to be that inevitable draw to this kid, and he is going to go somewhere in the middle rounds in seasonal leagues, assuming he plays for a team that's going to make him the starter right away. I tell you what, you just went on a two-minute sorry, pal. monologue. I'm sorry. And no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I love it. I love it. I'm hanging out. I'm trying to respond to, to Twitter. Go ahead. Trying, I, you trying go to... for the next two minutes before we go to our next break. I'm going to sit here and listen. Can you bring up a picture of one of your girlfriends, by the way, <laughs> so I can look at that? i tell you what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. Mm. We talk about the dearth of running backs in fantasy. And Trent Richardson is obviously the gold mine as far as that's concerned, this year. Yep. You would agree with that, right? I think everyone would agree with that. Yep. So then it becomes a matter of where he goes and how high he's going to go in your fantasy draft. All right, Colts, are they going to take him? No way. Andrew Luck. Rams, I've got him, uh, Rams down for Justin Blackman from Oklahoma State. Yep. Vikings, I think they take Khalil. They need a tackle. They need to protect their investment in Christian Ponder. Mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson's hurt. He's not done. Uh, Browns, Robert Griffin is who I have them for. I don't agree with junking the Colt McCoy project yet. However, he's too good a talent to pass up at four. I think the Browns' second pick in the first round, they get a wide receiver. Yeah. All right, now we're to five. Bucks, they need uh, – Rondé Barber is done. They need help on that defense. They draft a corner or a pass rusher. Yep. Redskins are not parting ways with Halu. Evan Royster looked good last year. They have no reason – to draft they're going to go wide receiver if they don't trade up, I think, right? Or or they get a corner, but they're not. They are not going to get Richardson. Okay, Jacksonville Jaguars. Do they have any need for Trent Richardson? Of course not. Okay, wide receiver. Uh, right. I'm I'm just saying we're just yeah. talking this one yep. kid. Carolina Panthers. I think they get offensive line help to to help out Cam Newton or a second receiver. I don't think they need a running back. They just paid no, D'Angelo no, Williams no. so much money. Nope. Okay, Miami Dolphins. They got Danny Thomas, mm-hmm. Reggie Bush. They don't need him. They need offensive line help. I think they get Jonathan Martin, the tackle from Stanford. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
Buffalo Bills, I think they need offensive line help. They've got Freddie Jackson coming back from injury, but they also have C.J. Spiller. They don't need him. Kansas City Chiefs at number 11 could be where Trent Richardson lands. That's my thought. What do you think about that? What about Jamal Charles, man? Okay. The guy that you love. I think the Chiefs don't need a running back, man. They need an offensive lineman. Their offensive line stinks. Hang on. Matt Castle got killed, and we're going to have to actually break here in a little bit. We can continue this conversation on the other side of the break. Their offensive line stinks, man. They got Castle hurt. I'm, they were terrible, man. I'm telling you right now. I've got them taking Jonathan Martin from Stanford. You got a guy. You got a guy coming off an injury. You have a team that likes to run the football. Romeo Cornell is going to want to run the football. And they did the two-headed monster and led the NFL in rushing with Jamal Charles and, and uh, Thomas sure. Jones. Jamal Charles wouldn't be the fifth overall running back on your list if that happens, though. That is an excellent point, my friend. Yeah. Let's take a break. NFL Fantasy Live, Sirius 210, XM 87. We are on Twitter. Michael Fabiano. Boy, this what, this what, guy here, he just he tweets to all of the... Like, he's got Skip Bayless, Mike and Mike. He's got Lock and Fora. He's tweeting to Harrison. He's tweeting to Schefter. Like, this was a Skype too, man. Does he do anything but tweet people? I responded to a guy on Twitter, per Fabs' uh, rankling of me. And well, then, you should, man. And now I can't find you're, his you're original. You're a big shot, bro. I, uh, apparently, this guy that I responded to that criticized me, he criticizes pretty much everyone in the sports world. Yeah, all, that you said, get that all the time, dude. That said, that was Iron Maiden. In case you didn't know, which yeah. I don't think you did know that, that that was Iron Maiden. I wasn't a big Iron Maiden guy. Iron Maiden and Judas Priest, I never got into those two bands. I never did. Well, we were when we went to the break, we were mm-hmm. talking about where Trent Richardson would land. I was saying Kansas City because they could run the two-headed monster. I don't think Jackie battles that guy. Trent Richardson is a top 10 pick. If you're sitting there at no, 11... Uh, now in this NFL, well, he, he, he's worth it. He's a top but ten I don't talent. Know if he's, I, no, so if you're no sitting there, if you're sitting there at eleven, okay, yeah, I, I know how you're thinking. You're thinking of all these names: Thomas Jones, Jamal Charles. No, you're, no, no, you're, no, 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 no. Totally but if you're not. a GM and your lead back, your lead back is coming off of ACL surgery, your second back is 35 years old mm-hmm. and done, and your third back was a highly inconsistent nobody named Jackie Battle. You still you got, got to think about it, st- don't you? Uh, man, they need to improve that offensive line. Their offensive line is mush. Okay, so let's say it's not the Chiefs. Keep scrolling down. But sir, but here's the thing: there are, and listen, the Redskins. Who the heck knows? I, I haven't taken Michael Floyd out of Notre Dame because well, you, you don't need, want the Redskins need, to take Trent Richardson because then we're that's all going to be that's a mess. So if we're looking from a fantasy perspective, all right, the Colts, no, the Rams, no, the Vikings, no, the Browns. If Griffin is gone. He could go to the Browns at four. He really Griffin could. will not be gone. What happens if the Dolphins or the Redskins trade up? If they trade up to two they're gonna have to or pay, to three to get them. They're going to have to pay. Doesn't King's matter. ransom. This is a quarterback league, man. And now when you have the opportunity, especially when you're the Redskins or the Dolphins and your franchise is going down the toilet, to get Robert Griffin, he not only gives you butts in the seats at your stadium, but he gives some excitement around your franchise. So the Browns, I think... That's possible. If he goes to the Bucks, that's a mess because then you're going to have to potentially deal with a backfield committee with Legarrette Blunt. He's not going to either of the Cat teams, the Jags and the Panthers. There's no doubt about that. He's not going to Miami. They need help on the offensive line. Buffalo is set at running back. I think Kansas City set at running back. Seattle set at running back. The, the Cardinals aren't going to take him. What if Richardson fell to the Cowboys? No, they can't. No. They can't do it. If they did, I'd scream up and down. 
Playa del Rey, which is where I live, and and curse the name Jerry Jones to Kingdom Come. They need offensive line help, and they certainly need a cornerback. What about the Jets? LLTs, I mean, that's... Are they are I, I, they are they ready to go all in on Sean Green and bring McKnight in to be their? That's the thing. It's it scat re- back. It really is. It to quote Jason Smith, our host on NFL Fantasy Live on NFL Network, they want to be right on Joe McKnight so bad. Yeah, they they kept him. Remember they, they have other. They cut Danny they Woodhead, teams, man. But now that you've got Sperano in there, they're going to ground and pound. You're not going to like Sanchez's fantasy value is dropping like a stone. The only reason he was 10th in fantasy points this past year at quarterback was because he scored, what, six rushing touchdowns? It's not going to happen again, especially if the Jets go after a running back. And if they get Trent Richardson, that's going to throw a monkey wrench into that entire backfield. If he goes to Cincinnati and Benson's gone and Scott is the backup, Richardson's a fantasy, a potential fantasy stud. So let me say, let me ask you this. What teams would he have to go to for you to spend a second-round pick in your fantasy draft on him? Oh, well, certainly the Bengals, the Browns. I, I think they've sort of. So you'd spend a second round pick on a rookie I, I think, running back. Why not? Okay. Why not? Look at all the running backs that have question marks right now, and Richardson will have a question mark because he's because he's a rookie. But I'm at this point with Stephen Jackson and Frank Gore and Michael Turner. That what do they all have in common? Yeah, they're all good, but they're all old. For a running back, they're old. And I take Richardson if he's the featured back in Cincinnati over all three of those guys. Well, let me just throw this one thing out at you. You glossed over one team there that I don't think you can gloss over, and, that, and that's a squad sitting right behind Kansas City. You said Seattle set Lynch, Marshawn Lynch. If he's not franchised, he's a, he's a well, right? But I think agent. Gonna, I, I, I'm assuming he's going to be back with the team. Okay, that's a big assumption. Yeah. And you want to roll if you're the Seahawks and you fancy yourself as an NFC West contender. You're already rolling with T. Jacks at quarterback. Do you want to roll with Justin Forsett? As your lead back, what if they draft that kid Tannehill who had the he's got the foot injury? I'd much rather see the Seahawks take Richardson than Tannehill because at least Richardson's a top ten talent. You yeah, know? no, no, and, and in all but the Seahawks, I mean, when, when there's a USC guy out there, I think Pete Carroll's jumping on him. That's why I have uh, Nick Perry going to to the Seahawks. And I mean, offensively, they're not going to take a wide receiver, right? I mean, because. Sidney Rice, who we all knew was going to be a bust this year. I mean, he's still under contract, and they've got Doug Baldwin, uh, and and they've got they've got Golden Tate there. So they got some young wide receivers. They're not going to go after a wideout. I don't think in the first round. A quarterback's a possibility, but I mean, is Tannehill really worth a selection in well, the top twelve? What you're getting at here is: do teams draft for need, or do they draft based on the talent at their big board? So they do their top fifty yeah. guys, and they just sit there and mark them off. They should just, draft based on who needs. Fantasy help. Okay. That's so, what I want them to draft based on. So let's say... That Richardson to the Bengals. I'll do it all day long. So let's say that most teams have Richardson at 5-10 to 10 on their big board yeah. as one of the most talented players they in college football. They won't pass on it, right? It's the same thing as yep. what happens with the Bills when they had Travis Henry and McGahee was there. Yep. And they took him even though he was coming off a knee injury. I think that's the same kind of comparison. That's what I'm thinking about with the Chiefs and Seahawks. If they've got Richardson on their big board at 8 or 7 or whatever, and they're getting to the 11th or 12th pick, I don't know that he falls all the way down to Cincinnati, big guy. Yeah. We'll see what happens, man. The music means that we are done for the day. We've only got two more shows on NFL Fantasy Live. Thanks for joining us, as always. Series 210, XM87. We'll see you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.